don't really love to play board games, with the exception of Yahtzee, which I really love. You should try Quix, similar well, to Yahtzee. Why? Nice game. But I rule at Yahtzee. So you know, you'd probably rule at Quix too. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan and I'm a lifelong Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy and apparently I laugh out loud at astronomy jokes. <laughs> Today we're discussing Game of Love, which is not officially part of Hallmark's Spring into Love lineup. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram. We are both at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. You can also jump into our Facebook group. Also, Girls Gone Hallmark. I haven't, I've been a little MIA over there lately just because I've been busy with like personal real life stuff. So mm-hmm. I got to, I got to pop back in there today just, just to see what's happening with the, with the people over there. Just check in. Just got to some, check in. Some new members over the weekend. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Yes. Welcome. Let's jump into some news and notes about Hallmark in general. Mm-hmm. I'll go first. Hallmark announced their April movies, which when Megan shared this news with me, she says there's seven new movies. And I'm like, what? In April? Five on the Hallmark channel, two on movies and mysteries. We have a blog post all about it. She wrote a beautiful blog post with all the details on our website, meganandwindy.com. I will also leave a link in the show notes. Uh, Standouts from this list. I'm going to say it's the Aaron Krakow, Brennan, Penny joint. Brendan, I agree. What did I call him? Brennan. Oh, see, I told you, I get confused there. Brennan, Brendan. You know who I'm talking about. He wore the sexy Clark Kent glasses in his movie this year, last year. Yeah, in his show choir movie. I, in fact, in our blog post, I put our thoughts after every episode. And I said, we hope for two things in this movie. One, <laughs> Brendan Penny and glasses. Yeah, no kidding. I don't, you'll have to read the blog post for the second thing we hope for. Perfect. I'll have to um, read it as well. <laughs> I'll get it. We have a new multi-picture deal. Heather Hemmons, who is starring in a movie called Pinch of Portugal in the Spring into Love lineup, has signed a multi-picture deal with Hallmark. She was previously in Caribbean Summer. I don't like I don't we remember her. I don't remember that movie and I don't remember her. I'm sure if I Googled her right now and saw a photo, I would know who she is, but I just can't remember right now. It was announced that the Aurora Tea Garden franchise is returning to the Hallmark Channel. It will be a prequel starring Skylar Samuels, who was recently in the Gabby Petito movie on Lifetime. She will be playing the younger version of the Candace Cameron role. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you had a tweet from Sleepy Kitty Paw. What did it say? So the tweet says, also of note, Candace Cameron Bure publicly expressed interest in taking Aurora Teagarden to Great American Family. While I'm obviously not privy to contract details, it's often the case that if the rights holder, in this case Hallmark, stops making content featuring the character, they can lose those rights, which this prevents. And look, we don't know the behind the scenes, but I like to invent these stories in my head. And I feel like Hallmark's like, ha! You can't have it. We're making it better. I mean, who's going to watch it at GAC anyway? (laughs) Right. 
Oh there is a reply to this tweet from account at Thurston Romance, and it says, I look forward to her new legally distinct Borealis coffee garden mystery. Oh. <laughs> I laughed about it like eight times. Well, our final bit of Hallmark news, Marita Grabiak, who is the director, a prolific Hallmark director, is set to make a third Winter Castle movie. Now, <clears throat> we reviewed Baby It's Cold Inside featuring that ice castle. Hated that um, movie. Apparently, there is a 2018 movie called Winter Castle also set in that same hotel, also written both of those movies are written by Barbara Kimlicka. Both are directed by Maruta Grabiak. There is a third movie. These are not technically sequels. Like, the storylines don't tie in, just the settings do. Mm-hmm. The third movie is going to be called Winter Castle Romance, also directed by Marita Grabiak. No word on the writer publicly yet, although I'm going to assume that it's Barbara Kimlicka once again. Um, however, it is being filmed in Ottawa, not in Quebec. So what's the attraction with this ice castle nonsense? I don't know. I, I'm i just, there's no way. I know we talked about it two freaking years ago, and I have this visual of laying in bed in the ice castle and having it melt and drip on my face all night. There's just, I mean, if it melts on you, that's a big problem. <laughs> I just would never. What is the plumbing situation in there? Is there a bathroom? Do I have to go into an outhouse? I just... Am I sleeping on furniture or if I or am I sleeping on like an ice bed? It's ice. Everything's made no. up. No. I don't want to do There's any of that. No joy in that. <laughs> Get oh. out of here. Who is doing that? <clears throat> no, thank you. All right, that wraps our Hallmark news and notes. Let's hear a synopsis for Game of Love. Sure thing. It's a long one too, so buckle up, folks. Oh. Audrey, a creative board game designer, and Matthew, a research-driven marketing consultant, are tasked with creating a new game to help players find romance. Given just weeks to deliver the project, the pair find that they have very different approaches. However, as they try to work together, they discover something they have in common. They each have a lot to learn about love. Starring Kimberly Sustad and Brooke Starnell. This movie was filmed in Vancouver and the Maple Ridge area. And there's some actual filming locations, which include Jim's Pizza, the Chameleon Cafe, and the ACT Theater, which make their way into this movie. Mm -hmm. I like that it was like you could see that it was clearly cold in this Mm -hmm. movie. Like, I'm shout out to the wardrobe department for Brooks Darnell because I thought he looked delicious in every scene (laughs) (laughs) like these nice coats and scarves and beanies and just thank you very much yeah (laughs) speaking of briggs darnell he plays matthew we last seen him in holiday heritage during last year's countdown to christmas prior to that he was in advice to love by and a winter getaway you know i noted that we here at Girls Gone Hallmark first saw him in a winter getaway, and I feel like it's only been up for Brooks Darnell since then. I agree, and I have a lot more to say about him a little bit later on. Okay. This movie was directed by Jason Bork. He has 53 directing credits, including quite recently A Fair Bit of Hallmark, My Christmas Family Tree, and A Tale of Two Christmases. Back to Kimberly Sested. Of course, she plays Audrey. We last seen her. We last seen her. We last saw her. What is it? What's the right? We, we l- saw 
We, you wouldn't say we seen. Just drop we, the end. We, we last saw. We last saw her in Lights, Camera, Christmas, which was one of my favorites from last year, yeah. as well as a cameo in Three Wise Men and Baby, which she, of course, co-wrote with Mr. Paul Campbell. She is currently writing two movies, both a with Christmas who? and a non-Christmas movie Please. with Mr. Paul Campbell. Wait, she's writing two movies with Paul Campbell right now? Yes, yes ma'am. Oh, this makes me so excited. Okay. Me too. Where did you find that information? Because Sleepy Kitty Paw. Oh, thank you. There was an interview actually with Kimberly Sustad where she mentioned those two things that Sleepy Kitty Paw posted about. I love it. I love them as a writing team. So do I. The story credit for this movie goes to Samantha Herman, who also is credited as a writer on A Fabled Holiday, our Italian Christmas Memories, A Christmas Tree in Colorado, and Angel Falls, A Novel Holiday, to name just a handful. It's so funny because I remember I hated A Fable Holiday, but I loved our Italian Christmas memories. Is, I think, oh, A Fabled Holiday. I was. Yeah. I, that's the. <laughs> the Ryan Pavey movie. The Brooke D'Orsay movie. I, yeah. in my mind, I could not remember. I was conflating it with A Dickens of a Holiday, another movie you did not enjoy. Mm-hmm. That also starred Brooke D'Orsay. <laughs> right. On the writing team as well, we have Blake Silver and Joey Elkins. They get the teleplay credit. They both co-wrote Autumn in the City and Unlocking Christmas. I saw that Joey Elkins is a staff writer for Outer Banks, which is like a huge Netflix hit series. So that's exciting. I would just like to say that the Board Game Cafe is an actual board game cafe. It is called the Boardwalk Cafe and Games. And for just $6, you can play an unlimited number of games. That would be a terrible day for me. (laughs) I'd love it. I'd love it. I really, spoiler alert, don't really love to play board games, with the exception of Yahtzee, which I really love. And that's probably it. You should try Quix. You should try Quix. Similar to Yahtzee. Why? Why? Oh, I like Left, Right, Center, too. But that's not a board game, though. So. You should try Quix. You you would like it. Okay. It's quick. It's fun. A little bit of strategy. But I rule at Yahtzee. So you'd probably rule at Quix, too. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's talk about what we like. No, Farkle. Farkle. You'd like yeah. that too. All right. So what is your first impression? Of I like everything about this movie except for the game. Okay. We might be on the same path here. Uh, my first impression is there's no wrong moves in a Kimberly Sestad movie. Mm. Or is there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, I like what you did there. Thank you. What did you like about this movie? Okay. I liked the actors in this movie mm-hmm. more than I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm throwing down here? Yeah. Okay. First of all, let me talk about Kimberly Sestet. I think she has excellent comedic timing. Mm-hmm. And I realized while watching this movie, last night I watched the first half, this morning I watched the second half, I realized she reminds me a lot of an actress named Bonnie Hunt. Do you know who that I is? I love Bonnie Hunt. Did right? you watch her talk show? I, I a little bit. It was on in the it was like a daytime talk show, right? Yeah, and the most memorable moment for me of her talk show is she interviewed Jason Mesnick from The Bachelor, mm-hmm. who famously chose one girl, broke up with her, chose and married another. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, she took him to task on her show. Nice. Anyway, yes, I love and adore Bonnie Hunt. Go on. I just feel there's a lot of similarities between the two actresses. That's interesting. There's like some dry comedy mm. that they both have that I really like. And to me, Kimberly Sussed could be like a sitcom star, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to stereotype it, but I could totally see her in a role where she's like the too pretty, too funny for the husband kind of role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't like the Leah Remini. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> exactly. That's On exactly a queen style. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 I want more from her. More movies written by her. More movies starring her. I really enjoy her. Yeah. I think because she's so multi-talented, like she's both a fantastic actor and writer. It's like there's never going to be enough of either because she's a human who has limits. Right. My notes say Kimberly Sestad is hallmark perfection, and we often talk about our Facebook group members, and one Facebook group member in particular sends us a weekly email after every movie with their thoughts, and I love this email because it's so detailed and it's so thoughtful, but the funniest thing is you may remember a conversation in the group where we talked about how lots of the dudes of Hallmark have like names for their fandoms, like the Heinies. The group member Mike proposed that the ladies of Hallmark need one too, and he went first with fans of Kimberly Sustad being the Sustuds. Anyway, I uh, hashtag let's make it happen. Hashtag I love sustuds. it. So that was in last night's email, and I, I've been laughing about it ever since. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I I think that should be a movement. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Of course, I also want to add my thoughts on Brooks Darnell. I really liked him. Truly enjoy him. He has a smile that I like. He has Mm -hmm. a swagger that I like. I found myself in a deep dive on his Instagram today. Oh, yeah? (laughs) As one does. And I see that he plays the guitar. He's very creative. There's pictures of him taking pictures. Like, I'm kind of into it. And um, I also saw, too, that he's really into, like, his own personal style, which mm-hmm. I feel like we saw a little bit in this mm-hmm. movie. I was like, oh, okay, are we infusing, like, the real Brooks Darnell into this character? Like, I, I just enjoy that. There's one scene that really sticks out to me. Actually, there's a couple scenes that stick out to me, but there's this one scene where he is playing basketball with his friend and they're talking about his previous relationship. Do you remember the scene? Mm-hmm. It was short. It was very short. And his friend goes, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, his reply is, yeah, this ain't that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I really appreciated the A-A-V-E in this scene. And do you know what AAVE means? Excellent. I'm glad you do. Um, It just made me feel like we were not getting this like cardboard cutout of a character. Like there was like a real person behind this character. And I just, I, I just liked it. It just made me feel like Hallmark, this was a small step, another small step for Hallmark. Yeah. That I love that take and we've talked for a long time about the hallmarkification of some actors the Mm -hmm. hallmark versus reality and i think that did not happen with brooks darnell here like 
I loved his hair in this movie. Like yes, ma'am. Dreads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somewhat unrelated, but on this same task, you posted a video to our Instagram stories on Girls Gone Hallmark of John Brotherton. Girl. His romance university gear dancing to Snoop. And first of all, that did things to me. But second of all, I would like to say that is another actor that Hallmark has not Hallmarkified. And I wonder if some people you just can't really take the hotness out of them. Mm-hmm. You should go look at John Brotherton's Instagram, y'all, if you haven't seen this video, because it's something special. I saw it this morning, and I was like, I am reposting this right away, because, and I watched it like four times over, because I was As like, did I. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, I think we mentioned last week, Brooks Darnell. Wowie zowie. A hundred percent. Right? Yes. I'm going to be posting that on our Instagram later today as well. Yes. So... Speaking of the actors in this movie, I really loved the Penny and Marshall team. Now, Penny is played by Kristen Park, who is not credited on IMDb. She was also recently in Sweeter Than Chocolate. was played by Edwin Perez, who was also in Just One Kiss and Butler's in Love. He's also in shows that I've loved, like Timeless and No Tomorrow, but I loved the team of them. I loved their role in this movie. I loved the way their roles supported not only the plot but the Kimberly Sustad's character Audrey Mm -hmm. I thought that was great casting there yeah I enjoyed them too and let's talk about the casting for a second quite a bit of diverse casting in this movie I really liked that we haven't talked about that in a in a minute no we haven't done a diversity check in a minute and I I think it almost speaks a little bit to like the startup nature of this Mm. I think it's really reflective of what a startup would look like there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's fair to call them a startup. They're a, a board game company, but like their offices really give me that like startup feel. They really like have leaned into the culture of the company. And I think the makeup of the office staff reflects that as well. A real we work like vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Except hopefully not. <laughs> Okay, here's I have three more little things to talk about what I liked. Yeah. Actually two. I like that there was an obvious attraction between Audrey and Matthew. Uh-huh. And that it was identified. Like we knew that these two humans were attracted to each other. That they had there was something going on between them. And it wasn't like the old trope that we get like one is a complete buffoon and doesn't realize right that the other person likes them there's no like mystery behind it yes we got chemistry between these two people and i just liked that that there was no mistake yeah there was no contrived oh i have no idea that this other person Mm -hmm. is clearly like Mm -hmm. i mean of course we had a little bit of like (sighs) she's resistant to him but I think coming aboard. Resistance is different from ignorance. I hate you, but yeah. now I love you. It wasn't yeah, like yeah, a yeah. full hate. Like there was some resistance, but she wasn't like, we got a better understanding of what that resistance was about in the movie. So mm, those are my thoughts. Yeah, not everybody liked this, but I liked the you've got mail moment. The 
they're playing this game together. Oh, yeah. You know, gamer girl and free hugs. Yeah. (laughs) I just liked that she didn't realize that this person was in her corner the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it sent her the message that, like, this isn't an accident. Like, this person is on your team. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. I I didn't really enjoy that. I didn't think it was necessary either, but I like how you explain that. I want to talk about this one scene. Mm -hmm. And it kind of righted the ship for me a little bit. Okay. It was when they learned that the game was getting dumped. Mm -hmm. And Audrey sort of freaks out, right? And she she's like reverting back to her like closed off self and Matthew is standing in front of her pleading with her to let him be there for her and I just was like oh yes like I loved the vulnerability in this scene Mm. I just thought it was so good yeah that's all I liked about this movie though well I think that's a lot okay I mean my liked list is more than my wished for list, but overall, we'll get there. You know, I just want to say that overall, I found this movie to be very watchable. And I think that is in large part due to the stars. I think they were tasked with a very hard thing, and I'll talk about it in the wish, but to create something like a board game. It's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And to have that be a key plot point of your movie, I think puts a lot of pressure on the movie. We're trying to make a movie. We're not trying to create a board game. But the success of the movie is kind of dependent on the success of the board game. And I think if you lean away from that a little bit, that's where I really enjoyed the movie. Because okay. I'll yeah. talk about what I wish for, but that... We'll get there. Why don't you go first? What'd you wish for? Well, I wanted less game talk. Okay. I am not interested in knowing how the sausage is made. I, I, that whole, I I mean, the whole movie was them about, about designing the board game. And I thought Uh that was really boring because I hate playing board games that I don't understand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what this was like. I, Felt very seen when they had like the blind game playing and the people were like, we don't like this game. And I was like, I'm here for that. Like, I, (laughs) that's what I felt like. I just, that all of that was not interesting to me. That's very interesting to me because look, I love board games. And there was a scene where Audrey goes to Matthew's house and his brother and his brother's fiance are there and they play a game. And Audrey's like, okay, just, Let me explain it. I promise it'll all seem easy. And I don't like playing new board games because Mm -hmm. they feel so overwhelming to me. Agree. I don't want to sit there with instructions. No. I've totally been that person. Like, we play board games with people, and I'm like, I swear, just, like, sit with it for a minute. And once you've done it, it's enjoyable. Like, we're a board game family. We play a lot of games. But that barrier to entry is a very real thing when you start talking about the rules and who does this and who – yeah. I loved that that moment with her. To your point, however, that I hadn't thought about there being less about the game because my wish is that the game were different. Like there's 
there's so many great pieces in this movie. I loved the love guru storyline. I thought that was mm-hmm. flawless and so well done. I love the idea of like learning about your partner's love language. And I just don't think there's a board game that's going to make two people fall in love. And I no. also don't think that that is a game <laughs> that is a repeat player. No. It's like, oh, look, we're in love. What? What? Now what? <laughs> now exactly. Like I think there's a way to make a fun game about dating that you want to play like that has this funny theme. But I think the board game with the and you can fall in love while doing it is a miss. I agree. Okay. Okay. Anything yeah. else you wished for? Uh, no. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> I only have one. Did you see that? Me too. Let me hear yours. Well... I will say that this is not my Did You See That. This is a Facebook group Did You See That, and that is on one of the convo cards from the board game. They misspelled the word embarrassing not once but twice. (gasps) Get out. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Love it. Nice eyes. Mm -hmm. That was great. Okay, mine is a really small one. It's when uh, Audrey and Matthew are on stage at the seminar, and there's a voiceover. Matthew is speaking, but he has the microphone in his lap. Oh, whoops. You know, it's an editing thing, but I love that embarrassing with Spellbrook. (laughs) I know. That's a great one. Oh, my gosh. Too funny. Are you ready to rate this movie? I am. I gave it three and a half stars. I gave it three. Okay. Three feels generous for me, even though I'm telling you, I love the actors. Hate the storyline. I don't think three stars is a bad rating. Uh, From Girls Gone Hallmark this week, we've got a lot for you. And tomorrow we have... A recap of The Way Home, episode eight. We are counting down to the finale. On Thursday, you can find us over on Long Story Short with a brand new episode. That's our other podcast. And we're back here on Friday with a review of the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movie, Unexpected Grace. Busy week for us. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. Hop into our Facebook group to talk all things Hallmark. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.